Welcome back to Fine Beats and Cheeses, a tribe who has spoken. Um, I am Leslie Grace Streeter. I am a columnist for the Baltimore Banner, an author, a speaker, and a person who knows that fire is life on this island. My co-host is... I am Lynn Streeter Childress. I'm a maker of theater for young audiences, and I would be the person who is trying to vote themselves off every week because I can't deal with that much dirt. Yes. So today, <laughs> our our guest is the amazing Adam Vitkovich. Vitkovich. I knew I was going to screw that up. Vitkovich. No, do not worry. No one ever says my name right. And she I practiced, too. Our, our producer yeah, I am will take so- it out. Vitkovich, thank you so much. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm Adam Vitkavage. I run a website and podcast called Day Beautiful, which helps readers discover debut authors. And way back in 2020 in April, I had the pleasure of having Leslie Grace Streeter on to talk about her debut memoir. So it's we're coming full circle. Oh. And to give a hint of what we're talking about, I would be a bigger villain than Russell Hans. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know if you all know. Well, you don't know because you don't know us that well. Those who do know us might know that 27% of all the conversations that Lynn and I have had since the early 2000s have been about Russell And Hans. on the show, um, what we're talking about, Survivor! Yes. Yes. Although, that might be next. Who knows? It, it might be because I can't hold back. What? what? It's a reference. All right. So, um, so Adam, why is it that you wanted to talk about Survivor? And like I said, we've been trying to figure out to get someone to talk about Survivor for a while. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, no, Survivor for the longest time was like not cool. I think the pandemic kind of mm. made it cool. But everyone, whenever I talked about it, people would say, oh, is that show still on? And when I started dating my uh, partner who I call Lady Day Beautiful, um, I was like, hey, I really love this show called Survivor. Will you watch it? Um, and then we watched like 10 seasons in like a month <gasps> together. She like just trusted me and that's how I oh, knew she yes. was the one. Um, but Survivor is just like, it's the perfect show that explains what America is. Ooh. In what way? Did I cut out? Oh, you're, you are... Glitching. Glitching. You did. That's okay. We hear okay. you again. We can't. Yeah. You're still frozen. So I just but think Amer- uh, okay, Survivor is a okay, show that perfectly explains who and you're what back. America is. And that's the serious answer. The fun answer is it's just great to see people turn on each other and backstab each other. Oh my gosh. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Survivor, Lynn, would you like to explain Give what Survivor so is? So the premise is is it 20 people? Is it 20, right, 20-ish people who they drop on an island somewhere and um, they split them into tribes, into groups, and it's all about who can outplay, outwit, and outlast everybody else. And at the end, so there are all kinds of uh, tasks and contests. Some of them are... um, mental like you have to think and solve puzzles a lot of them are physical you have to like run and swim and climb things and whatever and um 
but it's always about you're in a place with like minimal anything you know depending on the year sometimes or the season sometimes they give you some kind of shelter sometimes you have to build your own shelter sometimes you're able to win things like flint with which to make fire or things like that but it's a mm -hmm. lot of people sort of like backstabbing each other to try to be backstabbing slash being really nice to each other trying to basically figure out the best strategy to hit the at the end of the show it's usually two to four people, yeah, right? I think three. maybe it was mm -hmm. who are at the very end. It used to right? be two. And now it's three at the now very end. And there's a jury of people who are the people you voted off who decide at the end if you're going to win a million dollars. So at the during the most of the voting, you don't want to see your name, as, as Jeff says, the host, Jeff Pope says, you don't want to see your name written down for most of the show, but at the end, you want them to write your name down at the final voting mm -hmm. to give you a million dollars. And that is Survivor in a nutshell. Excellent. So Adam, tell me, we always ask at this point, what your definition of cheese is and then oh, why you think it so might apply, apply definition to of cheese is um like that schmoozing it's smooth like you have to be able to like rub some cheese on people so they believe you definitely in survivor like you have to like it's like cheese is lying oh, yeah. right i mean we're even like cheese the food we're tricking ourselves into thinking it's good it's the best thing on the planet but it's like mold yes. right you know like it's is it good um but yeah and yeah but uh it's yeah in survivor, you have to have cheese so people yeah. trust you again i talk about backstabbing a lot you can win as a hero but it's way more fun to be a villain on tv i think Yeah. And I love that answer, and I love that over the show, the show premiered it was it two thousand. Mm -hmm. So, and they're usually about two seasons a year. So the show started literally as the social experiment, where and it, it really still is, but it's it's evolved a lot. Where I think that there was this idea of heroes and villains, and literally there was a season called Heroes and Villains, mm -hmm. and I think now it's more accepting of the fact that. There are gray areas. There were they've done a lot of returning seasons. They've done a lot of seasons where like there's like two or three people that like you might not notice that that person was on say a very popular seventies and eighties uh, television show, uh, mm -hmm. or you might not notice that that person created a lot of television shows. Mike White, the first one was Lisa Welch. You might recognize I don't know Jerry Jones, <laughs> the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. So they have not done as many okay, stunt hold on, castings. Let's move back a little bit. You're getting a little hot. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry. They have not uh, done as many stunt castings lately, but every season there's like, to me, the, it's evolving just like um, just like the, the computer in, uh, in war games. It's learning. Um, and that's a bad thing because it could cause nuclear war. This mm -hmm. is that basically the show has evolved over several, over 20 something years, 23 mm -hmm. years, whereas it used to be there would be like one person of color a season. And now it's, Lots of people. They would. There was literally mm -hmm. a season where somebody outed a trans <gasps> person. There was. There were seasons where somebody was like harassing people. There have been like, you know, the or some of the earlier seasons where there's a lot of flirting and a lot of like, you know, crazy sex and trees and there's all kinds of stuff. And I think that every all of that I think is exemplary of the the time that it's in because you couldn't do 
a lot of that now, but I think the thing that remains is to me the human experiment of what will people do? Even people who think that they are a certain type mm-hmm. of person, what will those people do when faced with a situation that they have to get themselves out of? Um, and how will they be to people? Mm-hmm. How will they act to people? If you're a really nice person, are you going to lie? If you're like, you know, Lisa Welchel, who had been on Facts Life, you know, who was a Christian, was like, am I going to have to lie to people? Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, it's, am I going to lie about who I am or what I do? Like, they, they, there were all these people who would go, I'm a FBI agent. I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm going to say mm. I'm a, I work at Fort Pizzeria. Yeah. And then eventually they tell somebody, yeah, I'm an FBI agent. It's like, well, that was so, Yeah, I watched Survivor. Like, How'd you come to the show, first Adam? airing. Um, I was just literally just talking about this with Lady Day Beautiful. I watched the second season and there was a, the guy who was the runner up um, was a guy named Colby. And as like, so I, I was 10, 11, 12. And he was like an all American. And at the time, like, I loved that. Like, yeah. And then <clears throat> I watched, like, he was on All yeah. Stars a few years later. And then I didn't watch it until right around Heroes vs. Villains, which was season 20. So, like, had the halfway mark. And a friend of mine in college, that was when I was in college, was like, hey, you yeah. would like the show. And then I became, obs- I mean, obsessed. Like, I, I'm like, I follow people on Twitter. I've become friends with some of them kind of on the internet. Obsessed. You know what I mean? Like, things like that. And um, so, yeah, I've watched it, like, every year since 2010 2011 and then went back and like now i rewatch them they're my comfort shows um and then i will say this like you didn't necessarily ask this but i do want to give it a shout out during the pandemic i discovered like online survivor um like through reddit and i um they're called orgs o-r-g and it's online reality game but i thought it was online role play game so i played as veronica a woman who was like a stone cold villain um and now like they're some of my best friends these people i met on the internet so survivor really like in a weird way, like not changed my life, but shaped a lot of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. And I, I love to, because the, the show is for good or bad mm. about connection and it's about community. It's like, you have a tribe and do you trust right. them or not? Um, in the very first season, mm-hmm. there was a dude, the dude who run, who won Richard right. Hatch. His, his mm-hmm. ace mm-hmm. was a, old cranky old guy who passed recently named Rudy who had been a former military guy and he's not mm-hmm. the kind of guy that would have befriended like a very kind of like flamboyant kind of bitchy gay dude but Rudy's word was his bond so when he said I will never write your name on a piece of paper unless it's to win I'm gonna do that and that to me was this thing that was about this thing is exciting because it's about the bond that you form and the the promises that you make um and it was it was a really awesome thing to me, and I was hooked ever since. And what was interesting about that season, as the foundational season of the show, mm-hmm. was that the guy that won was not really likable. He he yeah. was sort of upfront with, yeah, he was kind of stabbing people in the back, and he stabbed people in the back, and people <laughs> said, oh you know what, you played this game really well. And they didn't like the person he was up against, right, Sue? Mm-hmm. She was kind of out there, right? The person... The, Sue, Sue Hawk. Yeah. Truck and driver. So, but, but people yes. recognize game. Uh, well, that kind of game, right? That's another thing I'm going to talk about. They recognized that game. They said, you know what, dude, you... Whatever. And that begat so many different strategies of ways to play the game there's ways that you can play it where you are very personable and you're saying things so you get lots of screen time probably 
Because I swear there was one year, I don't even know what year it was now, where there was a dude who probably showed up and maybe I literally liked the fifth episode. And I thought that he was maybe somebody's family member because I did not recognize his him. name was like Brett. Brett, yeah. The, I think his name was like mm. who whoever it was, they did not show dude for the entire show until the end, until really like five episodes in. I'm like, they're not just letting random people in off the island just to be on the show. But so there are so many strategies, right? You can be really, really nice to people and you're buttering them up because you're hoping mm -hmm. that they're going to win. Or you can do what's called writing coattails where you link up with somebody who is maybe physically and uh, mentally stronger and you go mm -hmm. with them or you're somebody who comes in and goes, I'm doing all this and you have sort of a strategy and you're sizing people up and you're, you know, <laughs> beating up people and whatever. Yeah. And then you and lose they, Russell but, Hance. So, what? Like, so, okay, so we'll just talk about Russell. I don't know how we we're going to get to him. So anyway, so, the, so there are all these different ways. Well, actually, before we talk about Russell. So up until for a while what was interesting is that there are people who've been on it mm -hmm. who've literally tried to win like three or four or five times right um so there was the boston rob um was a for a while the most famous uh survivor player he lost his first season but yes. came back on yeah. a season of returnees right it was a season of returnees yes and he Met this beautiful <laughs> woman named Amber. Uh, Amber. Amber. Um, and he and Amber basically mm -hmm. kind of ran the thing. Yeah, but they what did. was hilarious yeah. is who won the season? Amber. Amber won because people were so mad at him, they didn't want to vote for him. Now they eventually got. Booby, you're frozen. I hear her. I am. Okay. I don't know what's yep. going on? Yeah. Lynn. Okay, is she there? Yeah, I'm here. I can't hear her. There she is. Yeah, that's so weird. Okay, you Sam will fix it. Anyway, Sam will fix it. Uh, like fix it, Felix from uh, Record Ralph. But anyway, so jeez. Oh, um, but yeah, so Amber won because no one wanted to write his name down. Now they got married, so he got some of that money, and yeah, then he, two seasons he went later, on. But yeah, he, he won he, the he next wins season, eventually. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he mm -hmm, was mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. two seasons later. Right, he won eventually. Then was one right because there was a se one season that he was on that he got evacuated. Yeah, he was voted out, but for yeah, medical yeah, yeah. Reasons. very early. Yes, right, yeah. right. And then, and there was the season that he and Sandra, um, who's the, the disruptor of disruptors, where they were just like the yeah. genies, basically. Like you would go to an island, and they would go, "Oh my God, it's Buster mm -hmm. Rob and Sandra." And then he went on the next season, and she was like, "He didn't tell me he's dead to me." Um, that, that's a whole thing. I mean, there are people that I think worked, like I said, in different eras of Survivor mm -hmm. that would not work now. And one of them is a gentleman named Russell Hance. And mm -hmm. he, um, appeared the season before Heroes and Villains, which is, you know, basically, so Russell Hance was this guy who came in and he was just a little like troll-like dude who basically came and going, I don't even watch this show, but I'm going to win it. He didn't have any idea of the of what you did, and he had no what they call social game. As Lynn mentioned in the beginning, there are many ways <laughs> to play this game. One is physical, one is puzzles, and one is like getting people not to hate you and be willing to chew their feet off before they give you money. And that is where <laughs> he failed. So Russell came in, and he was on a tribe with a woman named Natalie White. Natalie White 
whose mother used to work with our mother in a hospital at Baptist Hospital at Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, it's true. Uh, Natalie was a f- pharmaceutical salesman, cute little, cutest button, little 20 something year old blonde girl from Arkansas, just the cutest, sweetest thing in the world. And so Natalie came in, and Russell decided that because he's a terrible troll, that he needed someone to be nice for him and to be his ambassador. So Natalie, as a salesperson of pharmaceuticals in the 2000s, which we know now is like when everybody like made their money as pharmaceutical salespeople, like don't trust those people. But Natalie came and said, okay, great. So he kind of, he thought she was writing his coattails that he did stuff and she kind of got through. So when they merged, merge means you're the cheat, the tribe, tell them ever many there are get together and who's ever left and has not been voted out. Those people become one tribe. So when the tribes merged, he basically thought he was sending her as an emissary, as if Jesus sent the disciples <laughs> into the, the tribe to say, this guy, Russell is terrible, but really like at one point, like mm. he burned people's, he burned like, was it rice or something? He burned all the food. He just he did weird stuff just because he's a disruptive little troll. And he's like, but people might not like that. So let Natalie will tell people to like me because he stopped thinking of Natalie as someone who was also what? Trying to win a million dollars. So he sent Natalie to be his gospel. And Natalie's like, what? So at the end, (laughs) it's the two of them at the end. And he is shocked, just shocked, to find that people have not voted for him because he was a terrible person. And that some people said, okay, they just, they, it wasn't votes for Natalie. It was votes against Russell. It doesn't matter. She won a million dollars. So the next season, which is the Heroes, Heroes and Villains season, I'm going to have Adam talk about it. Russell comes in, and the other, it doesn't take rocket science because they film them back to back. So the other villains and heroes have never heard of this person. But he's on the villains tribe. So, yeah, so I mean, it's considered clue the best season or of one how of the it was game was. So, Adam, and, um, tell me yeah, about Russell this comes in and he teams up with a woman named Parvati, who's like a, in an earlier season was like the Black Widow Brigade. She's like social, but she also will cut your throat. And so, no, right. um, I actually give her more credit than Russell because she knew she was going to be on the bottom. And so she's like, I have to partner with this person who I hope is crazier than me. Um, they both make it to the end. Spoilers for a twenty-year, ten-year-old right. show, but um, it's true. And they end up losing to Sandra, who's won before because she's just a she's there a villain, go. but likable. Because like the thing I think on on Survivor is, and I don't know if we can swear on this so people can edit this out, but you can be you can be mean and rude, but you can't be an asshole. That's the trick. You can you can backstab and lie to people's faces, but you can't do it in a dumb way. Come on now. And so that's what Russell is. Yeah, and and in a and in, you in a vindictive way, like Russell wanted you vindictive. to know, mm-hmm. you know that that whole that Game of Thrones thing to let him know that it was me. Russell wanted them to know that it was him, and he would like take your hat and like mm-hmm. dance on it and step on it and like throw it in a fire and sing Johnny Cash songs about Ring of Fire. I don't know. <laughs> he would just be just do crazy stuff because he really got enjoyment from knowing or thinking that he was smarter than people and better than people and knowing that he was causing people harm and no one's going to vote for that. Well, and I think that unfortunately what the show doesn't, once again, productions like the aforementioned computer and war games learn and that they went, okay, the show for whatever reason loved Russell. And I think that for a long time, people like Jeff Probst, who's the the host and the producer 
thought, okay, what people really want are the things that I enjoy, which is <laughs> dudes, muscular, like physical dudes who come in and they do stuff yeah. and they do challenges. And so every once in a while, a person like Natalie would win. They'd be like, oh, that's weird. It's like, because no one likes these other people. So mm-hmm. I think that they tried to make Russell, much like Fetch, happen mm-hmm. several times. And he never won. And they brought his nephew on and he was terrible. And they thought, maybe people don't like these people. <laughs> And I think it, it, you know, and I think it took a long time for them to figure out that maybe they don't want mean people. They don't want people like Lynn said, who it's not just that it's a game that's like, I want to destroy your life. I want to like make you feel as bad as possible because I've noticed that in the last couple seasons, most of the time when people get voted off, they go, you know what? You got me. God bless you. Thank you. Love you guys. And they leave. Right. It's n- it's yeah. not where it used to be. Where it's like, I'm going to find you and burn your food. I'm going to see. There's a place called the Ponderosa. It's <laughs> basically the holding area that they keep people to basically deprogram them. No. Um, what kind of. And so that they would go, what's going on in the Ponderosa? What happened when that person got there? And that kind of thing. And I, I think that it's become. For a place that basically yeah, makes you stay in the now, same outfit I for think, a month, um, um, it's become more civilized. Yeah, as like someone who's really nerdy into it, I won't go too deep, but it's like they're afraid to have villains, and in in a sense where like they're casting good people, That's nice good. people, like people like us three who maybe we are a little villainous in some ways, but we're all yeah, like decent are. humans. And um, but what I really love about what they're doing now is like showing the hum- human side of things. There's a lot more of like, this is who this person is. Cause they got, they lost that for a long time. Mm. They focus so much on the game. And Leslie, you brought up earlier. I just want to say like, um, there used to be like one they black did. person, one gay person. Now like CBS and we can debate if this is a good or bad thing. I've talked about this with a lot of like yes. writers of color who also watch survivor. There's a diversity, not quota, but a initiative, but, or quota depending in so it's like yeah. half the cast is uh people of color initiative. or uh, there is like an this initiative. year i think there's like uh four or five members of the lgbtq yes. community and it's like now we're actually seeing the america that like you and i know right as opposed to yes middle america which is who cbs which is what it airs right. on used yes. to only care about right like white moms with minivans and it's yes Yes, absolutely. Again, and it's so interesting, too, that people Mm -hmm. can be black and part of the LGBTQIA community, right? It's so, and it's... Or or Latino, like right now there's a guy named Jam Jam who is is Latino, who is gay, who is, he's a little, like, he's (laughs) so smart. He's literally playing checker, playing chess, and everyone's playing checkers. And he's just affable. He's like, oh, yeah, just me. I'm just jam, jam. Don't worry about me. And he is scheming, scheming, scheming. And I love that dude because mm-hmm. in the past, we'd be like, oh, it's the gay guy. It's like, first of all, there's more than one gay guy. There, It's the Hispanic guy with the accent. No, it's a guy whose affability will kick your butt. And that's the most important well- and what's to interesting, me. too, mm-hmm. um, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and watch a lot of reality television and have conversations with a lot of things, is that a lot of it, so, we, you know, 20, 30 years ago, when reality TV mm-hmm. and sort of this vein of it started, right, with, like, the real world and those kinds mm-hmm. of things, is things were, like Leslie said, with the first season Survivor, more like a social experiment. Like, they got 
people. Yeah. And then after a while, those things started to be cast. I mean, they, you, they, you did yes. put people on it who you knew might have some kind of conflict and there might be something to record, right? That That's always been. Mm-hmm. But then, but then sure. after a while, it became lots of pretty people and like yes. mostly pretty, not lots yeah. of mostly, mostly oh. pretty people. And then one like old dude who maybe was going to be sort of smart <laughs> and then like some kind of homely, mm-hmm. I hate that word because I'm that too, but quote homely, unquote looking person Stop. who they, who was, wasn't going to like last long or whatever. And it was, I mean, again, at this 44. show has been on for 20 years. So what, 40 some, 46 yeah. seasons, right? Is it something like that? 40? Yes. Yeah. 44 seasons. 44 and seasons. so things change about what people want because, again, more than anything, it's a television show that they want people to watch. So yeah, people, things change where they think, well, maybe people want to see this or people want to say that or this is where the world is going or this is the world that well, we want it to be. But it's interesting how things got super uh, manipulated and now maybe things are a little less. There was a moment where they were, and, and Adam, I'm, I'm sure, knows this, where it used to be, okay, people would say, I want to be on the show. And then for a while, for whatever reason, they claimed that no one was was applying, but I think more that, they, like Lynn said, they really wanted to craft the mm-hmm. cast. So they would cast for people who had never watched the show, and they would go to malls, and they'd do open casting. People, there was a moment where um, Survivor and Big Brother and The Amazing Race, which are all shows that are on CBS, where there would be a cross-section mm-hmm. of the cast where you go from Survivor to to The Amazing Race. And if you didn't watch those shows, they would say, well, my season. I was like, I don't know who those people are. Who is that? And I watch all of those. Well, I don't watch Big Brother anymore, but I watch um, Survivor and The Amazing Race. So it became just like on The Amazing Race, but had had an experiment where they would say, rather than the initial conceit of the show, which is these are people in a relationship, and it's an experiment to see how these people, mother, father, sister, brother, partners, whatever, travel together, they would do things like, here's all people who just met on the internet, and here's people who have never seen each other, and here's people who are this, and I don't think those seasons did very well, because like the last couple seasons, the people that have been affecting are like the ones in the beginning, which are people Mm -hmm. who... Like fathers, fathers and daughters who never got along, and they're th- now they're they're having to to do this thing together. Or um, there was a couple um, who's an internet sensation couple who's in their for- late forties, the Holdernesses, who won Amazing Race, and one of the lovely things they're the oldest people that ever won that show, um, and she has anxiety and he has ADHD and together they were tired and sore and they still won. And I loved also I'm, I'm old. So I love mm-hmm. seeing that, but I think you take that back to survivor. There was a woman who won a couple seasons ago to Marianne and Marianne to me looked like a disaster. <laughs> she was this giggly Canadian girl of um, whose parents are African immigrants who talk like a valley girl, who giggled all the time, who would go, I love that guy. He's cute. He's my boyfriend. Ha, 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 whatever. And she seemed like just a goofball. 
Marianne was working, not only was she working it socially, which is a thing that people like Russell Hans wanted to eliminate because he couldn't win a social game. So he said they should just take that out, which is so so dumb. Um, Marianne was not only was she getting people to be mm-hmm. charmed by her, but she was also also playing the game. She had aisles nobody knew about. She had game alliances no one knew about. So at the end, she's at the tribal council and somebody goes, all right, whatever, Marianne, what did you do? And she's like, here's five things y'all I know about. Boom, 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 boom. They're like, what? It's not just like I'm cute and goofy and I want you to like me. It's like I played you as well. Playing was happening. And she won. And it was my, she's one of my favorite winners because she did, did she win challenges? No. Was she a, a physical player? Was she the most traditionally pretty person? No. Was she like schemy, 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 like someone like Parvati yeah. who, and I would like to ask you about this, Adam. Parvati came in with her game telegraphed, particularly by the second season, where she said, I'm the Matahari, uh, so catch me um, if you can. First, Do I you give think a that kind of obvious she game wins now? She was only the second black no? woman to win in 20 years. Um, and nobody talks about the first black female winner. Uh, the Sepia, yeah. Mm. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to that because uh, uh, yeah she deserves it, they deserve it. Um, I, I do think well I have problems with new survivor and all the twists and stuff but I do think that um, I don't think people can plan anymore because people are oh, just throwing twists it's it. like yes. Leslie Lynn you and uh, the three of us are in an alliance and all of a sudden like one of you gets sent to, to the moon for <laughs> four days like I don't know what's going on in new survivor but I do think like um what what to to Marianne <laughs> as a winner you need it's someone true. who it's true has like a B minus in all three areas almost or like it, it, like and like she didn't win challenges but she like sure as hell was trying around camp and like still yes. trying in challenges I I do think what new survivor needs and wants as like a, as a cast like yeah. if I was out there is someone who understands that they have to be adaptable and that's why like i I do think new survivor and i keep calling it that because it is vastly different than the first 40 Mm. seasons yes um yeah i I do think that um absolutely there's more flexibility in the type of winner there is and and that's a that's a credit to like the casting because like now we are not just like stereotyping people um but uh, yeah you have to be likable this is the number one thing right now in America too, right? Do you? But do you? <clears throat> do you like? Do you yes. like New Survivor? The, the cast though, is the or cast. do you wish it was My more like with Old Survivor? New Survivor is the twists that are twists for no reason. Um, there's too much going on. I I I love the oldest <gasps> version of Survivor where there's like no idols and it's just people out there. Too much. And um, do I like twists? Do I like idols? <laughs> of course, but it's like. Mm. Yep. I do think that the show is taking away from the Marianne's. Like, um, the girl who won it right before her was named Erica, another Canadian, two Canadians back to back. Yeah. Erica is defending her win to fans who call her trash because, another like, Canadian. they edited a white boy to be, like, the miracle of that season. And a woman of color, she's Filipino, I think, Filipino-Canadian. Um, oh, but, yes. like, she just posted, she has a podcast, and she and she was talking about, like, yeah. Yep, people. Is. I'll, I'll be is. defending my win till the day I die because people don't give me credit because the show didn't give me credit. So, I don't know. I have a problem with many things, but I still love it. No, and. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so a couple seasons ago, and I can't remember which season it was. Okay, so once yeah. again, Jeff Probst, who is incredibly – he's Botox. a dude, right? He's a good-looking-ish white guy. He's good-looking yeah. um, with the big old dimple. Botox, but you know mm-hmm. he's doing what he does. Mm-hmm. And for a while, you could tell that the show was casting people like the Colbys and like those people who were good-looking white guys, or even like strapping like a bunch of black NFL players. He liked physical dudes. So there was a woman several seasons ago who said, "Hey Jeff, do you ever notice that you only yeah. call male when you really like a guy?" You'll call him by his first, by his last name, like he's chummy, like you're in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. You've never called a female um, player by her last name, like you're, like she's your peer, like she's whatever. And he'd never yeah. thought about it, or, and he really had it. And I give him credit for having a think about it. Like, wait a minute, I don't do this. Or the fact that when someone was like, "Why do all the black players go out two, three, four, five? Like they, like people vote them out." And they go, why is that? And they had they had to really think about it. And I think that it's not just yeah, you can't control what people do when they get out there. Although, as Adam mentioned, what they've done now is this craziness where they go, here's a thing where everybody has to like go to the moon or like they'll take three people, one person from each tribe, and they'll send them to an island and they'll run up a hill, <laughs> literally they'll run up a hill. And they'll, I mean, I'm not joking. And they'll grab a thing and they'll they'll like. You have a a token, and maybe it's real, and maybe it's not, and maybe you get to steal five people's votes, and maybe your vote doesn't count, and maybe it's a shot in the dark, and it's a way of manipulating things when you don't know how people are going to respond. They go, well, we'll just do it. I mean, they're use. I will give them credit for years of Survivor. There were always things where they go, you get voted out, but it's like last chance kitchen on Top Chef. Maybe you're gone. Maybe you're not. Like they had this one season where like you would get voted off. And you would go literally to a crossroads and with your torch and they would say, you can go home or you can do something else. They go, I guess I'll do something else. And so they would go and be on this island by themselves and other people would join and they all come back and whatever. And they don't do that anymore. If you're gone, you're at this point, you're gone. Although I don't trust them not to bring that back, but you're right. The producer manipulation when they go, all right. Mm Maybe we had to make it so they're more likable people or there's more people of diverse backgrounds, but we're still going to try to rig it. So when they're running around, I will say my favorite part of tribal council, and I'll stop talking, Mm -hmm. favorite part of tribal councils are always the moment where the people start manipulating, where they'll be, Jeff will go, so how do you feel about things, Stacey? And Stacey will look up and everyone to her right is in the corner because they're changing their votes. Because they'll go, so Mario, do you have an idol? Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. But, like, I, have ah! to, but, yes, I, but I have to tell you, though, because I haven't watched the show in some years. And one of the reasons, there sort of mm-hmm. several reasons I stopped watching. One was because, like you said, it was just mean backstabbing. And I was like, yeah. my time is limited in the world. And I don't want to. Like, it wasn't fun anymore. It was just mean to me. Yeah. And number two, I did not like what Jeff Probst did in in my view tainting the the jury mm-hmm. at times where he Ooh. would say things that yes. had happened and i thought it was awful because i felt like people should be able to win or lose on their own merits and you shouldn't yes. get a boost you yeah. shouldn't get a kick in the butt in the in a good way or a bad way and i just felt and also too i was kind of mad um at jeff 
in some ways that I thought, like Leslie said, the kind of yeah. a kind of game. It was obvious who he liked and who what kind of game he respected and what game he didn't. And I thought it was unfair Absolutely. because I thought that again, if I was ever on the show. I would not be a physical mm -hmm. player. I mean, I used to be a runner. I'm not a runner anymore. I could never climb ropes. I knew that that wouldn't be my game. So I guess I kind of respected the games mm -hmm. of people. And I said this in the emails. I'm a Natalie White truther. I love, I Me love too. her. I, I, yeah. I feel like if she did write coattails, writing coattails is a strategy because at the end of the day, all you have to do is get somebody to write your name down. And I think it was brilliant because at one point, and people forget this. She even said she realized what he was doing and she was going to do yep. her own thing. And she was actually making her own, I wouldn't start alliances, but sort of relationships with people because she realized yes. that, that Russell thing wasn't going to, was only going to carry her so far. And to people, but people conveniently forget that. And I think I'd love to go back and watch her season. I've watched pieces of it, but he makes me so angry. Russell Hanson, so I really can't. Mm -hmm. But all that to say, I, I literally can talk for like an hour about her and someone a couple of years ago oh, yeah, did this amazing like ballad of Russell Hans or something. It was like a blog post. I'm going to send it to you, Adam. It is one of the funniest blog posts and it's very uh, profane mm -hmm. and whatever, but it's basically, and it keeps coming back to Sandra going, Russell, wash your ass, which is the basis, yeah. the best thing in the world. But really mm -hmm. it's about, and they would go to Natalie. She's like, Oh my, oh my God. You yeah. know, oh. Oh my god! But it was—it really was about all the personalities that were in Russell. Yeah. Like I said, for some reason, there was such an investment from the production, clearly, in this man yeah. who they kept saying is the best player in the thing, but he never won. How can you yeah, be the best player? Um, you're right. They, so they Russell Hans, season him, nineteen, season twenty, times, and he was like the win. talk of the town. Production loved him. They—he was on every commercial. But um, you mentioned like how come yeah. or the woman who said, hey, you don't call women by their last name. Her name's Sarah played a very one one a game later um, and played a very similar game to Russell where she was cutthroat. Yes. She was mean. But the question is, like, if a woman play like her, she's a bitch. But if a man plays she like was. Russell, he's a genius. And um, there's a woman named Cass who was on two seasons later. Yes. She's a professor at Texas yes. Tech now. She te she actually teaches a course at about survivor and like society. But it's like, I want a woman to be cut. Yes. But I feel like, and this is maybe generalizing a woman, uh, let's say a, a, a lawyer who's smart, went to Ivy league school, blah, blah, blah. I think you can't go on a show and be yourself and play what you want to play because you will be villainized by a white male production. Like it's, you know? Yeah. Isn't, isn't Absolutely. that crazy? Because again, like you said, mm -hmm. all of these shows, um, even sure, Leslie yeah. and I watch a lot of singing shows. We don't watch Idol any, much anymore, but we watch yeah. The Voice. Yeah. All of these shows are produced, even if it's people, even yes. if it's people who are um, just singing their songs or whatever. Yeah. And I, it seems to me like The Amazing Race at this point is probably the yeah, one exactly. of the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like manipulated ones because you get to the end or you don't get to the end, right? Um, or you don't, exactly. But, um, 
But all of these yeah. things, I mean, they go on a television show, and if something is boring, oh, yeah. they're going to cut out the boring stuff or whatever. But they craft narratives, and they cr- and yes, and they craft. This is <laughs> like I said, there was an episode, yeah. a season where there was a dude who literally I did not see him once until like the fifth episode, and yeah. I literally thought that somebody's family member, or maybe it was like they like are they showing the crew this year? I don't know. Yeah, I thought he was the I thought he was in the crew, and then he was in the sec the next scene, and we're like. Why is this crew guy in the mm-hmm. thing? I, there's a guy, and I was, wasn't ignoring you guys. I was looking her up. There's a woman who's on this season whose name is Carolyn. And she's only 35, which shocked me because she presents as much older. But she's, I thought she was in her 40s. But she's a woman from Minnesota who my son and I thought was going to go home the first two episodes. And she's wacky, and she, like, she bugs out her eyes, and she's, she talks too much, and she feels too much. But she... I think she might win because she's mm-hmm. been able to wacky herself in and out of so many things where she's like, is this a real idol or isn't it? D- is this, am I telling you the truth or aren't I? And I think that people discount her because she doesn't have like the big physical game. She doesn't have, she's okay at puzzles, but what she is is plucky and her interviews are so hilarious because she'll go whatever. And I, I just, I, I think she's fascinating mm. because she's a character that would have been cat and fodder in the very first several seasons, particularly the seasons like in the 2010s when it was all like bikini models yeah. and influencers and whatever, future influencers, where she's like, she presents like a mom. Yeah. Um, and also, Lynn and I talk all the time. There was a, a char- character, a contestant named Lil who was a she came because you wear the same thing the whole time she came in her cub scout uniform because she was cub scout leader and everyone thought she was just this weird she did talk too much this weird wacky older lady she's probably in her 40s or 50s i think and they realized that lil was no joke at one point there was there's always like a balance challenge or a a challenge where you're standing on a thing and then they keep decreasing the number of blocks or space of the wood you're standing on or whatever. So Lil has been doing like aerobics and yoga and stuff her whole life. And so everyone's not taking her seriously. And she's like, whatever. And she's literally squatting, raising her feet. They keep decreasing the width of the block. She's like, la, la, la. I could do this all day. Like in Hawkeye, Mm -hmm. I could do this all day. And so people are like, we'll give you money if you'll quit. She's like, what's the thing? Johnny, the one who said his grandmother died. Yes, Johnny Fairplay. Yeah. Was like, I will literally pay you to quit. She's like, I don't need your money. And it was just hilarious because that was to me one of the. No one could have. I'm a people in production are probably like, ah, no one could have predicted. A, she'd get that far. B, I don't think anyone took her seriously. I don't think production took her seriously. And I think that the fact that she was able to pull out this win based on a strength that no one valued was really like it's it resonated with me a lot because now i am i'm older than her now you know i'm probably older than she was when she was on that show and i couldn't do that if i ever like yeah. got bonked in the head and yeah, woke up on survivor like, i cry the but then like, i would try to talk people like into liking things me, right i guess um, I even know. let's talk about like singing competitions uh I, I don't watch many but i'm sure mm-hmm. You know, it's like they give a background story of who these singers are, and it's like how they edit that 
because like people watching are voting, right? So they're manipulating the viewers yep. into it, yep. or yep. like they do zoom ins, or they like, even if it's live, you know, they're pumping in like yep. audience clapping because they want to manipulate the audience, the, the audience at home. It is just so interesting, like how. Oh yeah, so yeah. much of the last twenty years, and I think it's changing a lot on reality TV because oh, yeah. I love a lot of it. Is just it's straight manipulation of the American population of what we of what we want to like or yeah it's like yeah they can make Isn't anyone a villain yeah mm-hmm. and it changes mm-hmm. and it's it, and it changes because like i said things that people would find villainous now yeah. they might not have found or the mm-hmm. the jeff probes of the world may not have thought you found villainous like they thought russell was a thing and he wasn't. It took them several seasons, plus his ridiculous nephew. Yeah. I'll never get over that. I'll never get so. Well, if Russell can't play again, who else is named Hans? It's well, and, uh, and it's yeah. this whole chicken egg thing, right? Where it's like, yeah. yeah, is it that America wants this, so we're trying to be this, mm-hmm. or is it that we think America should want this, so we're telling America what they want? It's 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 this crazy. Yeah. Again, it's interesting. The shows that we've watched, oh, Leslie yeah. and I have watched over the years, we can see how things change and how sometimes, you know, like we talk about The Voice, sometimes mm-hmm. they'll, mm-hmm. they'll push the country person because that seems to be what people are voting for at that, at that time. time yeah. um, so here's a, a, a question, and this is something that flummoxes me all the time. If you were If you were talking to somebody who wanted to be on Survivor, and I'll ask each of you, what are the things that you would tell them they needed to know how to do oh, yeah. or to like, how could you best prepare? Even though you're saying this, it's harder to plan now because of the way they do things. But if you were just saying, Hey, you're going to be a survivor. Uh, you should be able to make fire. Whatever. What uh, would you tell Even though I don't show making fire do? on TV anymore, it's kind of become part of like the end game. You have to make fire to win. Um, and then like, honestly, uh, swimming you have, yeah. I mean, they don't do a lot of swimming challenges but people i talk about this a lot with i, I watched the challenge on mtv and i have a yes! friend named dusty and we're like how do these people who go on year after year after year <laughs> not practice swimming <laughs> like mm-hmm. like or like or if, like me i'm i have a beer belly i'm not like i have how? no endurance Dude, but like if i was going on how? survivor you think i wouldn't start running a few miles a day just to have endurance <laughs> It makes no sense to me. And this is one of the things that, and I was going to, those were my two answers. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things that failed in the era where they were casting people in malls. Where they would go, you want to be on TV? They go, yeah. And they get out there and go, wait a minute, I got to do all this stuff? So, and the super fans who were on the show would be like, mm-hmm. what? It's like not knowing basics. Like when people go on the amazing race and can't drive a stick, because you're going to be in Europe a lot and have to drive and not to know how to drive a stick is dumb because how Lynn and I used to say all the time, how many seasons has the show been on? It's always on an Island. How many seasons has the show been on where you, there are swimming challenges. I love when they're like the ones where they drop you off, like on a, like a raft and go, okay, swim to shore. And, and there'll be like one doggy paddling with this Mm -hmm. stuff with them. It's terrible. So what it's like going on a singing competition and not being able to sing, Although that has happened, um, it has. It has. Um, the, it just it it never ceases to amaze me when they go. I haven't practiced fire, and then they'll go, okay, 
so so and so has and you can tell people because they'll do the it's editing so they'll find the video of people going well i learned how to make fire and you'll go okay so this person's going to be a fire making and adam is right that usually at the end now it used to be part of the drama was once you get your flint and they don't even give you a flint anymore sometimes you have to work for the flint it was once you get to camp you're current but you you have to make yourself useful so the person who can make fire and start the fire so you guys can eat or the person who's good at building but not showy about it and bossing everyone around so you hate them and then you vote that person off or the person who's good at providing catching fish killing a chicken whatever it is winning um challenges so you can win extra food extra flint whatever so he's right at the end often at the end it comes down to either making fire like there was a we're trying to figure out there's two people tied basically so whoever makes the fire fastest Mm -hmm. that the flame uh reaches and breaks uh a cord that person wins or sometimes they do things like drawing rocks, which is like, that's the crazy luck of the draw where like you just, you draw a rock and the rocks have mean something or not. So a lot of it of those skills are pushed to the end. But if you get to the end to not be able to make fire or to literally not the challenges where they go mm-hmm. or not know how to climb. Yes. Women have, less upper body strength traditionally than men do right if you were going that show would you not be in crossfit every single day yeah. having to do think, things though, like rope do you, climbing I wonder ropes if there's, i'm curious or having if there's to a climb over obstacles would you not like, be practicing this uh, do not change it's your crazy. physical ability or appearance prior to the show because they cast you knowing you can't do these things i honestly think that because they they want the drama um going back to editing uh you want to know who I think is losing fire this year? Who's not going to make it? Based on the edits, uh, Carson. I, I'll bet you That's money funny. right now he's he's going to get to fire and lose. Ooh, ooh. Oh, uh, so there's a oh. community called Edgic Editing Logic. Very into it. Uh, it'll ruin the that? show for you, so don't That's get funny. into it because like you predict things. Uh, they they have focused oh. on Carson doing I puzzles and practicing at home. Okay. But they have talked about how he's bad at fire. And there was like this one specific shot, which if you go back, it's like him talking about yes. like how he's not confident in something. And in his glasses, there's fire in the reflection. So that's like the big online prediction. So if that comes true, editing ruins everything is what I'm getting at. No. Mm-hmm. It does. But I just, and I'm not a person, I don't mind spoilers because I, mm-hmm. as a person who writes about pop culture and entertainment has for years i'm more interested mm-hmm. in the minutiae so if you you might go oh by the way logan roy died i'm sorry that that's been my spoiler thing for all anyway um <laughs> sorry people um and and the fact that i were talking yeah. on the show and i think adam said earlier yes we're committing spoilers for 20 yeah. something years of television so if you haven't seen some of the seasons and we ruin it for you watch it for the art of it watch it for the comparison of the game and the yeah. different eras yeah, it was yeah. so funny you mentioned colby who was in the second season who was this he was from texas right he was good looking blonde dude and he mm-hmm. was what was that quote-unquote all-american but when he came back again he was sour and tired i think because i think he forgot that a lot of the the, of that thing is for young people and it's for people who are fresh scrubbed and ready to do it he was 10 years older 
He, I think he came in expecting he would be able to do the same things physically. And also, honestly, I think he came in expecting that his reception would be the same as it was. And there wouldn't be people who were 10 years younger than him who looked at him as an older guy now, who looked yeah. at him as a person who was not as physically capable. And his lack of fun ruined that season for me because he didn't pivot and go, oh, okay. I mean, look, that the, the, the Sandra, um, who is... Mm-hmm. Sandra D. S. Twine, who has won twice, who was is, tells herself she's the queen of forever. I love Sandra. Yeah. She's mean and she doesn't care. So you, your question was about what if a woman played cutthroat? Sandra was still likable. Sandra came in and said, "I'm going to like the people I like. <laughs> I'm going to hate the people that I hate. And if I hate you, woes to you. But if mm-hmm. I like you, we're going to do this together." And the fact that she was as much of a jerk as Russell and won over him. But the best line ever. Russell yeah. said, "You're either." With me yeah, or against me, and she was. I'm yeah, she wasn't Russell. mean though. She was just honest. Like that's the you. difference. You, you like and you can be a like, villain in whatever that means, but you can't be an <laughs> asshole. That's what it comes down to. Honest, yes. I want that on a t-shirt, and I think that honestly, it's in life. It's like because, like Lynn said, like Adam said, at the end of the show, people who you have voted off who you have said no money for you, who aren't even in the running for the runner-up money, have to decide to give you a million dollars. They have to decide whether it's out of spite or hate of the other person. For whatever reason, they're making you a millionaire in an instant. In an instant. And it's, to me, you have to be really good to get people that you cheated out of a million dollars to give you a million dollars. And it just can't be Russell fans. It just can't be we hate him so much we're giving this money to someone else. It has to be. If mm-hmm. people thought his game was worthwhile, that Sandra beat everybody and still got people to hand her a million dollars twice, the fact that Marianne, who many of the people on the jury thought was a useless player until she explained to them how she had beaten every single one of them, and gave her a million dollars, that's a talent. There is no riding coattails. As Lynn says, if riding coattails is a strategy, that's a strategy. It's a thing that gets you. Whatever you got to do, give me a million. I don't care why you give me a million dollars, Because honestly. unless they change the mechanism of the game, which is that the jury votes for you, that has, yes. whatever your game is, that has to be your strategy, is that you have to figure out how to get these people to write your name down. And as long as that's the game, any any mechanism yeah. that makes people yeah, every, do that every season to of Survivor me is a valid is a is valid strategy. That's what the beautiful part about the game is. You can't plan for anything um, other than three days at a time, two days at a time, really. Yeah. And it changes, like literally, mm-hmm. like I was talking about, there'd be times in, in tribal council where you come in with a strategy and you say, all right, we're all going to vote out Dennis. And then they go, all right. And then suddenly something changes and someone whispers in someone else's ear, hey, why don't you not vote for Dennis? You vote for Jesse. And they go, okay. And then yeah. and Jeff goes, as Lynn says, Jeff sometimes will ruin everything by, by talking too much. People go, hey, what's going on behind you? They're <laughs> looking around and it's changing. And then that those are my favorite moments only because the manipulation is coming from within the tribe. It's not like because at that point, 
Okay, so those of you guys who don't watch the show, if you're still listening, <laughs> um, you have sometimes they have something called a hidden hidden immunity idol, which is cheating to me because it's like it mm-hmm. used to be you're out or you're in or you're out. You got you got the voter you didn't, but now it's like they provide you this thing that used to be hard to find. They would say we will hide quote unquote an idol that gives you immunity. So even if you didn't win mm-hmm. immunity and a challenge. You still have it, and the only pe- way that people will know if you are immune is if you tell them. So it used to be it was like you had to solve a puzzle, and it was in a tree, and it was in a crevice. And now it's like there was they were they're hiding them around the camp. You like you trip over it, and it's there. It was making it so easy to find them. But you'll get to a thing like now in the new survivor thing, where they'll go. This is not really an idol, or this idol means nothing, or you can have an idol, but it means you can't vote. And it just, so you could, people, when they talk about, there's a character named James who went home with, what, two or three idols? Two idols in his pocket? You know, because if I was on the show, I'd play every idol. It's like, you know, maybe I'll go home after my idols, but you ain't going to get me. I'm not going to be dumb, you know, but it's just all a strategy. So they'll do a thing where Jeff will say, everyone will vote. Jeff Probst will say, if anyone has an immunity idol, now is the time to play it. And even if you have one, you have to decide, okay, everyone hates Brittany today, so mm-hmm. they're going to vote for Brittany and not for me. So I'm not going to waste my idol on this opportunity. I will, I'm will. i pretty sure they're not voting for me tonight, so I'm going to keep my idol and keep moving. And sometimes that's when you get voted out. You well, just never and know. And one thing yeah. is, too— I don't know if this has changed, but it used to be you had no idea what the idol looked like. So that's why you uh, could. Yeah. So there was yeah, a guy named like Bob that, yeah. who was a college professor, high school teacher. Um, yes. I think professor. Who on his year um, came up with the idea mm-hmm. of making a fake immunity idol. He found rocks mm-hmm. and he found some stuff and he said, look, I have an immunity idol and people like left him alone. I think he did it a couple of times and he wound up winning. Mm-hmm. And so when Leslie got married in 2010 um, in, in on Palm Beach, uh, my now husband and I and one of our best friends was coming back to Baltimore and Bob walks through the... Um, the terminal and he had actually been speaking somewhere down there about survivors. So Mm -hmm. he's actually wearing one of the idols and that's, I mean, he was calling attention to himself and I was like, Holy wow. And I went up, I was like, Oh my gosh, I love you. I actually called my best friend. Well, I said, my best friend would love to talk to you. Let's call her. And he called my best. She texted me on my honeymoon. I'm sorry. He actually called my he I called loved my it. best friend and was like talking to it. And I probably then was weird because I was like looking too much, but he brought, he, he started it. But anyway, I loved him again. Yeah. I used to, because I realized in that conversation with him, the capacity at which I could discuss that show and that I could just go on and on and on and on and on and on. Um, yeah, it's flipping awesome. So go ahead. Were you going to say something, Leslie? No, I was just going to say, probably the same thing you want to say is as we wrap this up, if yeah, you had yeah. to just, just to explain to someone, Adam, why Survivor I mean, oh, to watch was something it, they I, might I, try. I think, like, especially like the you did with seasons, your, with your girlfriend, Lady to Beautiful. It's just a microcosm why, of America, What would you tell them? I think it's like you can see characters, because, yeah, yeah, they are characters. It's a TV show, right? They're, they're real people in real life, but they're characters. Mm. You, you, you can see yourself reflected in them. I think more so now than ever because like they are trying to mm-hmm. show what real America is. Um, 
but there's just twists and turns and like you see people pushed back against the wall and how they're going to chew their way out of like the mouse trap. Um, it's just, it's just, and there's a competition involved, right? So that's, it's fun too. So you can keep track of that, but I feel it, it's captured humanity in ways that other reality shows can't. Yes. And I will add that one of my favorite things about the show in capturing reality is that they have shown you what you will do in situations where things are hard. Like they'll say, um, they used to yeah. pre-COVID, they would say, we're going to bring your your daughter, your wife, your whatever on the show, your brother, and then whatever. And now the challenges are like, and it would like, here, Outback Steakhouse will provide you a meal. Now it's kind of like, here's a pizza, and you split it between 12 of you. And because you haven't eaten yeah. <laughs> like a, three weeks, they'll literally say, I haven't eaten anything but a piece of rice in three weeks. They don't even have to be good about it. It doesn't even have to yeah. like be a good prize. So they'll go, and you get to go see a premiere of a movie you've never heard of. Them. They go, we don't care. It's a thing. There's, we're, nothing's biting me right <laughs> so now. Um, so uh, jam, jam. it's true, though, and I love it. So yeah. I, I love yeah. the show, and I'm so excited to see. Okay, who's your prediction for winning this year, Adam? <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. Lynn, and you should check him out. I know there at this point have to be like some sort of like compilation on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. About him. But he he's the kind of guy that in the very first, if he was cast at all in the very first seasons, would have been voted out almost immediately, or he would have been treated like a mascot. He would have been treated like, wasn't it so weird? Look at this, you know, um, gay middle-aged. The very first episode, the very first time you see him, he's sitting by himself, shirtless, in his voiceover. He goes, mm -hmm. bring it on, basically. It's like, I want to do, I want to backstab people. I want to do stuff. Let's just do it. And you're like, okay, he's not there to be someone's sidekick. He's there to run this thing. And it made me very happy. So, Adam, we always ask people at the uh, end of the yeah, show. Yeah, it's cheesy because Do you of, think ultimately this show. thing, All Survivor, is cheesy? cheesy and if cool it is, ones. do you care? Because so, think about a real TV show. They're, they're, think of the dramatic moment. Think about them doing that on stage in front of 100 people with no music and how lame it is. TV is lame. But we all love it. Survivor's not cheesy, though, because it's real. And I don't care. That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lame. Uh, yeah, you can find Day Beautiful on the internet at daybeautiful.net. Yes! And then also Fantastic. for me, we're so Adam, where can people find That's you? D-E-B-U-T-I-F-U-L. Uh, Day Beautiful. Find debut authors. Love. And, uh, <laughs> and once again, I have to thank you as a former debut author, author who is now editing her second book that hopefully will not come out during a pandemic. Keep your pandemics away from my um, releases, people. Um, I just have to thank you, Adam, for everything that you've done, like I said, yeah. for, for people and authors like me who are just truly flummoxed by not only what's happening in the world, but what's happening with our career at that moment. And so just thank you very much for it. Um, yeah. Miss Lynn, um, anything to add? No, this is a freaking awesome subject i'm so glad that you suggested this adam as what to talk about well, that's because okay that's the beautiful thing I about have it you don't have to, to watch say it. about it even though i literally have not watched it in years i because i'm your perfect because you said that one of the things that you said adam was like one one of the reasons yeah. people consider it cheesy because they say is that show still on 
and I'm kind of like the perfect audience of that because I know it's still on, but because I have mm -hmm. stopped watching it, it's exciting to hear about the changes and stuff because I was a psych major. My degree's in psychology, and I love wanting to know how why people do the things they do. Yeah. And that show is a perfect like way to dissect why people do the things that they do. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get her back at him. I'm I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna like be in a room someplace and like just start playing it, make her watch it. See anyway, everyone. um, thank you guys uh, once again for listening. Um, we love you guys and keep it easy, stay cheesy. Mm -hmm.